Welcome everybody to Biscuits and Groovy. My name is Tyler. And I'm Alex. Are you? Yep. Okay, cool. Who do we listen to this week, Alex? We listen to the Silver Sun Pigos. Yeah, what's our first song called? Um, the first song we're going to listen to is Future Foe Scenarios. From which album? From uh, Carnivas. And what year is this? 2006. Cool. What is a Carnivas? Let's look at it. I, I always said Carnivas, but Carnivas? I don't know. We'll find out. All right, well, whatever. English. Okay, here we go. Ready? The things we do not amount to much Made of abandoned wood, loose stones and such This revolution, baby Proves who you work for lately
Yeah, I would say this band, like, the first thing that sticks out to me on this uh, song, and I think overall we're going to see this, is a wall of sound approach. Yes. Most it, stuff is just... Taken... Yeah, you, it slaps in the face, they take it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slaps like, in the face. Very saturated. Yeah, those, like, the distortion. His voice his, is really good voice, at matching. Yeah, yeah, he's got a really cool voice. Yeah, very but interesting. This is... I see... Okay, we can get back more into this and we can talk, but um, listening to it as well, the problem we had with... Or the idea that we had about... Who's the guy with the really interesting voice we did a couple times ago? We talked about him being... The, the band, the, gra- the Growlers. Okay, yeah. Um, the one more l- little one-dimensional. His is l- significantly less. But I... Dude, he... Yeah. Can, um, but I... It's really iconic. Like, I sure. feel like that's the difference between those two. Is like, when you say... When I would say that the Growlers guy's voice was very one-dimensional. Sure. He just filled this little spot. But this guy... Has a, like a very unique sound to it, but he yeah. incorporates and does so much more with it. Yeah, I would say. I mean, to me, it's like kind of being it's two dimensional to me in the sense that he has his really quiet one like this. Yeah, and then and then he's he yelling. Yeah. yeah, which you know that's cool. Um, I dig that. It makes you think of like Getty Lee on um, Twenty One Twelve, where he's playing two parts, where he's he's playing the priest of the Temple of Syrinx and he's yelling. And he's playing the main character of the 2112 album, like the narrator, basically. Yeah. And he, he sings in two distinctly different voices. or um, But it, it's like that approach. But to me, it's so reminiscent of, um, oh my gosh, Smashing Pumpkins. Who's their lead singer? Oh. Uh, Billy Corgan. Yeah. Like very like very much androgynous where you, you hear it for some and you're like, is that Did a dude? dude or a yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. Um, oh yeah, big Smashing Pumpkins fans. Yeah, I guarantee I, they for are. sure. And yeah, I would say that to me is the biggest standout of like what it sounds like to me. Smashing yeah. Pumpkins is is a huge influence, obviously. Yeah, cool, a cool little band though for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, really, two uh, thousands alternative rock sound. Yeah, oh in totally. My mind too, like I don't think a lot of people know who they are. Definitely, um, as much as they should. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as, as wide. I think. Most musicians will talk to you will know who they are, but I feel like the standard sure. listener nowadays in 2021 may not, so may, not, may not so much. Yeah, I was but. looking at some of the stuff people they toured with, and um, I mean, the one that stuck out to me, my at one point in my life, my favorite band, Wolfmother. They toured with Wolfmother heavily, which is an interesting. I feel like Wolfmother is a lot more throwback, like retro rock, and these yeah. guys are more like modern approach. Yeah. Like Smashing Pumpkins, like more grungy in a way. Um, but they, yeah, they toured with them. They toured with a few other people that, that we... Talked about uh, KG Elephant. Uh-huh. We've been talking yeah. about them, but they, yeah, they did. They were they were like a KG Elephant like open for them. It was like beginning of KG Elephant. Oh really? It was with, with yeah, the silver. Okay, pickups. yeah, that makes sense to me. I guess another another big KG uh-huh. Elephant got much bigger. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I think they have a great approach. Like they, they understand what they want to do. Um, it's very consistent. There's uh-huh. they're not not too many duds. I'll say it that way. They the one album maybe two albums in a row actually. Not the last one, but the two before it. To me, they, they kind of got out of their element. And, you know, maybe on purpose, maybe they wanted to be like, you know, let's, let's try something different, which is great. Um, and what's, what was after? So, Neck of the Woods and Better Nature. Yeah, those are the two that, I, to me, I was like, Meh, I, don't, I don't know if we picked mm. any from there. We'll see. Oh, I did. Okay. I picked Neck of the Woods, one, a song from Neck of the Woods. Okay. But, um, yeah, to me, it was just like not enough rock and roll, to my mind. Sure. And you said, like, consistently rock and roll. So, let's play this next song then. And then talk, and then keep going because okay, this cool. is this is one of my is ah, one of my favorites of theirs. I mean, okay. I picked one of the three. I obviously, picked, obviously yeah. yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Once you picked the ones you hate, but this is this is one that I I knew before we did this. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So what's this one? Uh, three seed. So it's okay. just gonna the same album, just couple okay. a couple down.
So more to me, a very classic kind of sound of a rock and roll band. I feel like that's going to be quiet. Yeah, yeah much more reserved. Least, yeah, very reserved, very steady drums the whole time. Oh, yeah. And drums then are great. The, cymbal works awesome. The, the bass and the rhythm guitar plays it as well, but the bass does the same. Yeah, very, very know. repetitive. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I mean, so I, I, I like... I like the, the tightness. I like that, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes it, I mean, it makes me think of like, uh, if you took the vocals out, that could be um, like in the background of any movie, like setting a mood. Sure. You know what I mean, and, and I think a lot of that stuff would fit that vibe. Like if you took just an instrumental mix, it would be very much mood setting, very yeah, atmospheric, totally. very, very uh, ambient kind of stuff, but not in the sense of like, big long guitar notes and cymbal you know it's like there's still some rhythm to it and some grit to it but it like i I think it's difficult for me at least to overlook vocals like if i'm listening to songs vocals i gotta listen to them right but like if outside of that i'd be like well like we said we like these vocals a lot oh yeah that too um yeah so i mean maybe we should uh then we ask the question of what does carnivus mean did you look that up i I did did. i couldn't find anything so it's uh his his grandparents i don't know which, which side are greek that's their last name Oh, cool. And uh, they live in Hawaii or lived. I don't know if they're still alive. It's been a while now. Um, but uh, cool. they live in Hawaii. So, yeah, it's, it's a nod to my Greek ancestry. I said last name. It's a Greek last name. And I. There you go. Yeah, I guess I guess that being Greek had something to do with that album or their band or who knows what. But Something. Yeah, it's something it. to do with something. And um, yeah, I think it's a great album. Um, I mean, there's one big single on there, Lazy Eye, that we didn't talk about. Yeah, yeah, great. But, I mean. But yeah, great song. I think probably their biggest song. Should I look? Yeah, we guess either that or yeah, it's very much so. okay. It's ninety six million. Plays. Is the next one um, Panic Switch? Yeah, okay, that's what I figured. Okay, and I you know I didn't we didn't pick Panic Switch. We didn't, and I did both the songs. I I don't know. I mean, it's a, it, on another week I could have picked both of them. Honestly, like they're both great songs. Lazy Eye has one of the best builds. Like when he comes in screaming at the end of that song, yeah. it is amazing. He does have a great. That is a great. Uh, yes, I'd like that. Not yeah, it's a good song. It's so, I mean, mm-hmm. there's. I feel like they didn't have a lot of bad songs. Yeah, so that, I, yeah. my issue was picking the first set of like narrowing out the ones that were not good. I was like, because like, there's, there's so very few. Like, what am I going to have my first cuts be like 50 songs? I'm like, not yeah. going to do that. So, you know, got to kind of raise my standards, which is good. Always so, supposed to, to raise your standards. It's true. It's true. Um, Let's jump to the next one. Okay. It's your, so it's now your play. On. Now we moved on to Swoon. Okay. So we're looking at three years difference. Yeah, and I think this is the strongest album overall, personally. But oh, we're see, I, and my favorite song. Like I said, like it's like one of my favorites. That three CD, yeah, great. Um, I think I go back to it a lot. Um, but the one I'll play after you, we'll talk about it. Okay, but cool. let's jump into yours. Yours is uh, there's no secrets this year. So the opening, mm-hmm. um, first song of the album. Here we
That would that was the new song. It went into it right there. Uh-huh, that Weird. was right there. I paused it right there. How interesting. Yeah, very interesting. They could play. I mean, if they ever gonna play those live, they're gonna play those two back to back, no matter what. I would. I don't know. Assume. I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't know. I. Uh, well, yeah. they just cut it off at the first part. I don't know. Like, I maybe just cut that last part of the song out. You know, maybe. What I mean? like finish like the or play, play a new outro or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, um, man, like it's an interesting choice. I always wonder about the same things. Yeah, but people do the things that they do. Yeah, dude. They should listen to us. We're way better than they are. <laughs> I'm We're just better at everything than everybody else, actually. Yeah, but interesting. Like, yeah, good song. Um, vocal great, vo- great vocal performance. Vocal great. Yeah. He, it, there's some we can continue to talk about too. Um, as we can play in songs, but he's really good at his vocal melodies. He's really oh, good yeah. at his, his um, lyrics, lyrically kind of sound and. It's catchy. It's yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Lyr- I, I'm yeah. getting to know what you said. I mean, I don't think I quite know yet, but I'm getting there. Okay, I, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. but um, I uh, yeah, I, I like how he uses his voice. He fit, you know, his knows his range really well. He knows where he sits right in the mix, and mm-hmm. sounds good. And great overdrive tones from his guitar. I looked at his, at his pedals. Um, he plays a full drive. Okay. Yeah. Into a. I have one of those. Yeah, I so said you do have one of those, and then he plays more it into it. a rat. Okay. Oct- an analog octave before it. I don't know if he has that on during when he has fuzz and stuff going on, but that's that's his drive section. Cool. Full tone into a, into a rat. Yeah. Interesting. I like the full tone. Yeah. See, so yeah, I would. I, I, I big I would blue pedal, right? Huh? Big old blue pedal. Yeah. Yeah. I had the blue one, not the red one. He has um, the blue one. And then I painted it, but I want to say I, <laughs> I want to say it's gone. I want to say I sold. Yeah, that. I can't remember what happened to that either. Because like... I quit using all my. I just used. A wah on the fuzz face and then that ambience pedal for yeah ever afterwards. So yeah, I don't know. It's a guy with a good pedal. Up. Dug it. It's yeah, it was cool. Um, but that's that's his, that's his drive tone. I think his drive tone is is one of the like most distinct parts of their of their sound to me. Yeah, when well, he, it's very it's very rhythmically drive, drive yeah. tone. I feel like it's it's a it's not the lead tones that yeah, I would it's, be hunting after. Hendrix, you know, screaming fuzz. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not like it, but it's a very very good rhythm. Drive tones, yeah, it's which not, he plays it's not a like lot of a, heavy chugging. You know, it's, it's like mm-hmm. right in the middle, really mid heavy. Just yeah, nice rhythmic. Yeah. And I like his the guitars he plays. Right, he has nice guitars. Yeah, and the bass too. Yeah, the bass, Thunderbird. I was gonna say that. Yeah, that's all she does is play Thunderbirds. Yeah, and then that's the bass I miss the most. Is that yeah, I was gonna say, did you sold yours? Forever ago. It's been a long time. I had to make rent one month. Really? Yeah. That was like when we lived with Linda. Yeah. We lived with Linda. We lived Linda owned our home. Yes. Correct. That's wild. Okay, well, check it out. Let's jump right into it. Um, uh, this one I like a lot. Same album. Same album. Substitution. Because yeah, you were gonna say like something about the connection between the two. So let's see. Yeah, Substitution. Yeah. Substitution. I said this is this is gonna be another emphasis on his wonderful vocal melodies and his. 
I think uh, very creative and very catchy. Okay. So here we go. into some like the, the yeah the raise into like the pre the pre whatever you want to call it the post chorus maybe like it only plays it once um it's right after the solo okay and then it goes right back into the the verse and I like how he changes his vocal 
Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's, yeah, he, he's, he his voice changes his voice. It's cool. Yeah, and I, I feel like uh, maybe I'll try employing this in my songwriting. Uh, I've noticed a few different times in different songs, they'll basically play the same beat. The drummer will play the same beat under a part with no vocals and a part with vocals, and the only thing it'll really change is symbols going from an open hi hat, like to make more noise when there's no uh-huh. vocals, and then he'll just close hi hat and play the same yeah, thing. Yeah. And I think it's really, it's just really cool. Like it fills that wall. You know what I mean? There's a sure. wall of sound where it needs to be and there's not. Because the symbol far away makes almost the most noise of anything. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, yeah. if you're trying to, that, if you write a crash symbol, you can drown everybody out. Mm-hmm. If you're the right drummer. Um, yeah, we were looking him up while we were listening. He's left-handed. Yeah, yeah okay. So he plays, I know he plays um, open-handed. Okay, yeah. So hi-hat on the side. Well, so he plays, he plays, he plays, he's left-handed and he plays as with the kit, with the right kit, and the right-handed kit, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so he plays, yeah, he plays open-handed, which is it's cool to watch him play. Very interesting. Um, but that's I think the only reason why you play open-handed, if like unnaturally, like I think not a lot of right-handed yeah, people it's, play. Not classically, the way you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Well, just I think like just the way the brain works too. Like if you keep your rhythm with your left hand, um, and you're a right-handed, like that's just that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. That's I don't think that's natural. So I think when when typically when you hear about open-handed players they're left-handed people yeah well, so I, was, I was looking up like what wh- are there left-handed drummers I've, i'm not a drummer you know um ringo Starr is left-handed mm-hmm. and outside of him the only one that's like more that's like successful that i recognize phil collins actually phil collins left-handed yeah but did but did um, phil collins play that's interesting i don't know I, so I, I, I was i was trying to go as quickly as i could look through these things but a lot of things said a lot of left-handed players will play open-handed because Growing up playing shows, you don't want to have to reset up the house drum kit. Right. It's basically a courtesy that whoever you're playing with, like, you don't want to have to reset up your whole drum kit backwards um, if you're uh, in a rush. And so, um, so he'll learn to play open handed. And he also said, he, I was looking through while you were looking at it, he's self taught, which, you know, maybe, so there's not really any. Uh, rules about you know how you have to teach yourself you, you find the way that works best for you if you're self-taught most of the time um but i, I mean his drumming is great like he fits the role that he's supposed to oh, he's where, a very good drummer. where he's not not sticking out and you know as soon as you stick out as a drummer or a bassist you've missed the mark in my mind like at totally. least in these in this style of music and they both fit the role super well yeah there he is on the list right there yeah there he is i'm looking for other people though yeah that i recognize i mean very like there are bands that i recognize that i don't think too many people are Danny Carey, that's a good one from from Tool, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Matt Cameron, their bassist or their drummer. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at just different different people that I think other people might might recognize because a lot of them I do, but I don't think too many other people do. But yeah, open handed. Yeah, very interesting. So it is an interesting style, but it makes sense in my mind why if you were lefty because that 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 it's like playing left handed guitar. Same same idea. You know, you flip the guitar, play it backwards from a right handed guitar. Yeah. So like I feel like the drum kit it would be just it'd be the same. But it's not. So that's concept. that's what he's saying. So he's saying like, imagine imagine if you were a lefty. Yeah. And someone had your right guitar and said play it. You couldn't do it. You have to flip it upside down. It is. That's that's what he's saying. He does. Huh. He plays. He plays it. His his setup is a right-handed setup. Right. But he's he plays it. He plays it. He plays person. it exactly. He's playing the kit's a right-handed person's kit. Yeah. Yeah, and he's playing it open-handed because he's left-handed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, yes. that, yeah, you're correct in that assumption. Yes. Yeah. So he's not playing it. He's not playing it right-handed, being yeah. a left-handed person. Yeah, yeah, he's, for sure. yeah. It's it's upside down in the guitar world to yeah, him. I feel that. But yeah, okay, yeah. Now he's playing it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, but it's cool. Good for him. Yeah. Proud of him. Very proud of him. I think I think uh, he like I said he he fits the role what he needs to be doing. Interesting fills. And and just great shuffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good. he's a good drummer, mm-hmm. self-taught drummer. I feel like yeah, it's a, it's a dying breed. But let's go. Let's keep going, dude. So I picked this. My next one's my, the last one. And from you said the least strong albums. Neck I of, think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Neck of the woods. Um, nothing. Not a lot of stuck out to me for sure. Okay. Um, Skin graph. I think um, was decent. The pit and then dots and dashes. So I picked dots and dashes. Okay. Dots and dashes. Here we are. Here. Dots and 
I mean, I like it. Good wah sound. I feel like it's very typical. It's very what I expect from okay. some pickups. I feel like the the main difference to me is maybe in the bass. There's that like synth bass, and I don't I don't know if it's going through the whole song, but there's one part where it's it's like noticeably uh, at the forefront of the mix, like at a little breakdown section. And to me, I'm like that just doesn't fit with my picture of hmm. them. And and you know like maybe that's just a on on first you know catalog listen um it was weird to me but you know i i like that song that song sounded great 
Um, it's definitely more progressive. Yeah. Than than t- than yeah. than, than it their, does not sound like nineties. Well, this doesn't grunge anymore. We're, yeah, exactly. We're gonna go back to our whole theory on when the bands start to yeah um, experiment a little album bit. Album three and four is always mm-hmm. in the, that's album four right there, right? Isn't it? Yeah, and we're gonna be deep into album four with that song. So, um. Yeah, but I think like his vocal melody is really cool. I like how the chorus doesn't, like the end of the chorus is, um, or what they'd say what the chorus would be, I guess, in the song. Yeah. Um, is the same lyrics, but before that, there's like this split mark with a crash symbol. Yeah. And then it goes into like the second part of the chorus, uh-huh. and that's the same about. consistently, but the first part of the chorus, he no. sings different lyrics oh. the second yeah. time. So it's kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's it's always, uh, I feel like it's a, even deeper question than we have asked ourselves this whole uh, podcast series. Like, what is it about doing something three times or like a project three times that makes you want to change things? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. like think of things in your own life when you're like, oh yeah, I've, I've uh, I mean, I don't know. Like after you, you try the same thing three times at like a restaurant and like, you're like, it was, yeah, you know, you try it one time, yeah, it's yeah. great. You love it. Yeah. Come back the second time, you get like, oh yeah, I love this thing. You got to get it again. Right get it again then you're like oh maybe it's time to branch out i feel like the yeah, human yeah. brain kind of like three times i mean yeah, you know, yeah. we're talking about three three times of charm things like that let's do something a little different let's yeah, mix exactly. it up <laughs> let it like let's keep this fresh yeah exactly once after that it becomes boredom you know what i mean and so it's, sure. it's really interesting and nobody wants to be boring exactly that's the last thing you want to be oh i mean to me, i feel like what i'm trying to say is you don't want to be bored like it being boring would be something like oh but at least, you at least being in my bored. mind like if i was in a band that was successful enough and consistent enough to be like have produced three albums. I feel like once I went in, you know, we're, we're in talks of making the fourth album, whatever, you know, you're on tour. You're like, okay. Well, tour's about to end in a few weeks. We got to go record some stuff. I feel like at that point when I'd be like, I'm so bored of doing the same thing Yeah. for my own sanity, I got to do something different. Interesting. I wouldn't even honestly be thinking about the fans. I, I mean, that's just me. I think I'd yeah, be yeah. like, no, for me personally, <laughs> I'm so bored with this. That's crazy. And I, and I mean, maybe, maybe that's just me, but I don't know, maybe man. it is you, but maybe maybe, maybe the musician maybe the musicians not life's not for you then because I feel like that is holy shit, that's all they do, dude. I can't like playing in the Metallica. We were listening to Metallica. It's like, dude, you are playing. You've been playing that song I've the same way. You could play too. that. Well, you could play that in like. Oh my gosh! It's to the point of them. They have so many hits or so many fan favorites that like you can't even fit them in one show. Right. Sure. All of them. Like no matter unless you're playing a four hour show. Like three hundred times a year, you're you're gonna let somebody down. Yeah, like and and not just somebody, a lot of somebody's in the audience. You're not gonna have time to play battery or something like that. And it's like, no, that's a staple of Metallica's live shows. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like, I don't know how you do that without want to die. Like, I mean, I guess when the, the money when the, does, yeah, the money, the dude, money keeps you living, bro. I yeah, maybe it, it makes it easy. I can tell you that yeah. much. At that point, it's it's gonna be so second nature. But anyway, yeah, we're, yeah, we're falling into that little loophole. But yeah, so the silver some pickups. I don't think we'll very consistent. And like I said, this is gonna be a band we like for all of the reasons that I think I like to talk about bands that I like. They know their identity. They stick to their identity. They branch out a little bit. Um, they have a pretty solid. I would, I would call this a big cult following. I would say yeah, the it seems like it to me. Have a pretty stellar cult following. Yeah. They got the pocket drums, which you love. Uh, pocket drums, which I love. They have the the rock influences, which mm-hmm. is a rock genre. I think yeah. just in general, but I mean, like we like the Smashing Pumpkins and like Nirvana, and then yeah, their, oh, yeah. and then you know dumb it down to their influences are something that I appreciate more. You sure. know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like this third tier. Yeah. Rather where I'm trying to live in the second tier, I think, a little bit more. But you know what I'm saying. Um, dope, though. Like them. All about it. All about we'll it. So la- it last song. Yeah, last song. Uh, Latchkey Kids. Uh, this is your last pick. This is from Better Nature, too. You said, you know, like not yeah. strong, but, you know, hey. Here we, are. we both picked, picked a song from it. We both picked a song from a, not the most popular yeah, here we go. recording. So.
pop music. That yeah, that's definitely I was gonna say that's a probably one of the pop years. Yeah, I was dancing my ass off over here. Mm-hmm. Does 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 make you feel um kind of see like we talk about like a beautiful rhythm tone and all that stuff that he has and the drums and the um definitely kind of like a poppy more poppy typical like an alternative rock sound. It's a little too it's a, like it's dark it's too dark it's too, too pop to call it pop right. Um, but when pop. it comes, to, yeah, dirty pop. When it comes to like the sound and like the structure behind everything, um, their wall of sound increases with the chorus. Never, yeah, decrease, and that, you know that's a pop thing, you know. Right. But, I mean, that's that's most music. Let's be honest. Uh-huh, as far as American music, most music they want to, the high point. To well, when we could put it American pop music. Yeah, sure. Like since forever, that's how it's always been. Yeah, exactly. Really. That's that's what an American songwriting staple is. Oh, you're doing a chorus? Make it the big moment. Make it louder. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We're Americans. We make things bigger and louder. More uh-huh. dangerous. <laughs> especially in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> especially, yeah, especially in Texas right now. No, but uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, I think this. they they, they know where they're, they're at. They uh, went a little bit out of their, their comfort zone or at least out of their lane, in my opinion, with these two albums. But, you know, we obviously both chose one from each album. And I like both songs. I just know overall, I was like, when I got that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of missed the mark with me on this one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. I'm not paying them. That's, they're, they, you know, their record company's paying them as long as they are. Uh, well, they did another album records. after that. So they, they're doing, they, you know, clearly yeah, it wasn't exactly. well, that big of a, you know, miss. But they obviously, they obviously are making money and doing what they love to do and can't fault them for that. Nope. So cool. Well, that was, uh, that was Silver Sun Pickups. Mm-hmm. Pretty groovy. It's a good, good time. Yeah. Uh, next week's my pick. It is indeed. Big old, big old piggy. Um, we're going to go... <laughs> big old piggy. Big old piggy. We're going to... This is a, a big Father John Misty comparison. I think we should... We're going to try to go back and think okay, about that. But cool. the guy's name is Justin Towns Earl. Justin Towns Earl? Yeah. Are any of those first names? Yeah, they're Justin and Earl, actually. Towns, I wouldn't say so much. Maybe. Maybe it's a, like a very Nashville. He sings a lot about Memphis. So okay. yeah, we're, uh, yeah. I already hate him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the guy next week, Justin Towns Earl. I hope you guys are interested. I'm I'm surprised. I've never heard the name in my life. Um, shout out to my friend Taylor Savio. He told you about. He he sent me something okay. the other day. He's like, like, dude, I, I I heard this song thought of you, and so I was like, we'll oh, do him on the right, podcast. Here we are. So because yeah, I never heard him either. That's what we're looking forward to with you guys. Send us something on Instagram with some oh. bands we need to do that yeah. me and Tyler might have no clue who they are, but you guys like them. You know, we know about ninety percent of the bands that exist, but the other ten percent is the interesting ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>